If you are able to do this, whether you are drafting an email, having a conversation, doing a Zoom or anything else, you will find the right words and you will find the courageous leader within you. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers, and welcome to this third installment of Courageous Leadership, Mindset, Messaging, and Moving Forward to help you best navigate these turbulent times that we are all living through. And let's go into the first mindset strategy, which is something I mention in almost all of my speeches and I find myself posting on somewhat regularly on social media. It's to have an attitude of gratitude. And I know this probably sounds like common sense, but for a lot of us, it's not always common practice. And there is actually more and more research and hard science that is coming out that show that the top performers and the outperformers almost always have the highest amounts of gratitude. And the specific reason why is that you cannot simultaneously feel and experience two competing emotions. In other words, I can't feel or experience a positive emotion at the same time that I'm feeling or experiencing a negative emotion. Or what to put it bluntly, I sometimes will just say you can't simultaneously be grateful for something and pissed off at the same time. Like it just doesn't work. And normally when I'm talking about gratitude, it's something that I will talk about in regards to the vital 4% or kind of anchoring it in in that first hour of the day. And I do think that that's still important, but especially in the time that we're living in right now where... I don't know about you, but I keep looking at it and I keep just waiting for us to be able to get to the other side. Like, when are we going to start receiving some positive information and seem like things are kind of turning around and they're going better versus it just seems like a lot of the information that's coming in now is just negative and is is just glass half empty and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I think when we're talking about gratitude, it's actually something that to have multiple check-ins or micro check-ins that are going on throughout the course of the day, I think is extremely powerful. And as you're meeting with your team, your company, your organization, or your family, quite honestly, I would encourage you to start some of your interactions with this, is to just talk about what is still good, what is still going well. How are we still winning? Because with all of this negative 
information and mandates and lockdowns and things coming down, with all of that coming in that is more or less inherently negative, to have every interaction starting out as talking about, well, this new thing came down and it was bad or it was wrong or it was negative, it's just really hard for anybody to be able to show up as their best courageous leader when the interactions are starting out that way. So gratitude, not only first thing when you wake up in that first hour of the day, but also gratitude and how you're winning and what's going well multiple times throughout the course of the day. That's number one. Number two, when we're talking about messaging, I'm actually not going to talk about words here. What I'm going to talk about is what I've described as creating your alter ego or actually summoning the courageous leader within you. And I think the common theme or the thread of this third installment is actually the ability to make difficult and the ability to make courageous decisions. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But when we look at something like this, if I were to just ask you the question, who has been a courageous leader in your life? Could be a parent, could be a boss, could be a coach, could be a teacher, could be anyone. But I want you to think about this courageous leader and if you have a very difficult decision that needs to be made and if you're leading a team, a company, or an organization, you almost certainly do, I want you to summon that courageous person that you're thinking of, think about how would they handle it, and then I want you to act as if. And I want you to do this very intentionally and very consciously because if you are able to do this, whether you are drafting an email, having a conversation, doing a Zoom or anything else, you will find the right words and you will find the courageous leader within you. And if you are able to summon that person, I promise you, you will show up as the best version of yourself. And just a couple of other things that I want to add on to this is you know, sort of like I would be, let's say that I'm advising a high level athlete that thinks they're not ready for perhaps a big game or a competition. My advice to them would be how many tens of thousands of hours have you spent getting ready for and training for this exact thing that you're going to embark on right now? And if there's a part of you that is questioning your own ability to be able to make these really hard and these really difficult decisions right now that you probably never thought you were going to have to make, what I'm here to tell you is that you've probably trained your entire life for this exact moment right now and you are ready. You have the courage and you have the ability to be able to do it. So remember that part of it. And the other thing that I will say, and if you're listening to this right now, you know, you sometimes hear people say things like, well, it's not personal, it's just business. No, business is perhaps the most personal thing out there. So I cringe when I hear some of these stories about people that are having to make extremely difficult decisions, especially in business in terms of letting people go, laying people off. I'm thinking more along the lines of like hourly workers that legitimately rely on their hours to be able to make their rent or to be able to pay their bills. And it's hard making those decisions and it's emotional making those decisions. And what I would say is after you've summoned that courageous leader within you and you've made the tough decisions that need to be made, 
after you go away from the office and when you go home and when you're finally able to decompress, let those emotions out. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to vent and talk about it, talk about it. If you need to have a glass of wine, have a glass of wine. Don't have the whole bottle, just cap it at one or two, but do what you need to do to actually let those emotions come out because being a courageous leader is something that, again, you're having to make really difficult, stressful decisions frequently here and no one can continually do that and to just be bulletproof against it. You have to be able to kind of turn it on, but then also turn it off and to be able to decompress. And lastly, number three is in looking at moving forward, you're probably great at this as a leader, but it is to just remember to play the long game. You're probably going to have some short-term pain here, and hopefully that short-term pain at some point will lead to long-term gain. But after you've made these tough decisions in the short term, what does it look like in the long term, three months, six months, one year, perhaps three years down the road? This too shall pass, and I promise that things will get better in time. And to think about how how are things going to look for me, for my family, for my company, for my team, for my organization after all of this has happened down the road, if you can somehow visualize and remember and see that light at the end of the tunnel, I promise you it's going to help you in terms of how much courage you could bring to a situation and just how you show up as a leader on a day-to-day basis. So again, remember that attitude of gratitude first thing as well as multiple times throughout the day. Summon that courage, that alter ego, that person within you, and then also play the long game. And remember just the short-term pain you're going through will at some point get back to hopefully long-term gain. And I guess two things that I actually forgot about that I was going to mention as well. One, if you want additional resources, when I was talking about summoning your courage, the Alter Ego, you can find either on my blog or my podcast just by searching Alter Ego. And if there is a part of you that doesn't necessarily think that you're ready for what it is and the decisions that you have to make, I did record a podcast and do a blog post on what we call imposter syndrome. Both of those would be fantastic resources. And if you've missed any of the installments on this Courageous Leadership Series, you can find that at scottwelly.com backslash courageous. Uh, That link will be in the show notes as well. So go out there, keep outperforming, be the courageous leader that you are, and I will catch up with you in part four. Have a great day. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. 
And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.